Today's sponsor is Headspace. You slept every night of your life, so you should be pretty good at it by now, right? Unfortunately, many of us don't get the quality sleep that we need and could use a little bit of help, and that's where Headspace has got you covered. It's your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. And while they have meditations devoted to helping you reduce stress and increase your overall sense of well-being, they have an entire library of sleep stories, sleep music, and other sleep sounds that can help you get the quality sleep you desperately need. And for busy lifestyles, they have what's called wind downs. It's meditations and breathing exercises that are as short as three minutes so they can fit into anybody's schedule. I personally use Headspace myself. I've tried out some of the sleep stuff. It actually works. Like to me, it actually makes a difference. So Headspace, it's backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews. That's a lot. And over 60 million downloads. Try it today for free and start sleeping soundly. So right now, our listeners get 30% off Headspace's entire library of meditations. Just go to headspace.com slash sleep pod for 30% off your subscription, but only until May 12th. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash sleep pod today. This is the Smart Passive Income Podcast with Pat Flynn, session number 155. Thinking of a master plan, because ain't nothing but sweat inside my hands. Welcome to the Smart Passive Income Podcast, where it's all about working hard now, so you can sit back and reap the benefits later. And now your host, he once got a Tic Tac stuck up his nose... Pat Flynn. What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to session 155 of the Smart Passive Income Podcast. I'm really excited because this is a little bit different of an episode. No, I'm not doing a NPR-style type thing like I did in episode 138, which is awesome. Uh, this one was far easier to edit, uh, but only because we are using a recording from a real-life mastermind group call that I had with one of my three mastermind groups. And in this call, we actually bring on a guest who has a relationship with one of the other members of the mastermind group, uh, which is how he was able to come in. And what we do is all of us together help break this person's business down and build it back up. And there are a lot of breakthroughs that come for this person. So the person who is featured in this hot seat besides all the other members of the group, which I'll go over in a second, the person who came in as a guest is Joey Kornman from schoolofmotion.com. He helps teach people about animation. And uh, that's really cool because he comes into this with a lot of um, you know, a lot of potential and is making some progress, but then we sort of take it to the next level. And then at the end of this call, which you'll hear, which is, you know, goes about 45 minutes in length. Uh, all of our calls are about an hour, but you'll, you'll, you'll get the whole thing from the beginning. Uh, Joey comes back on in the future. Months later, after getting the information in this mastermind group. And he and I go back and forth and talk about his experience of what he's put into practice, if anything, the actions that he has taken and the results from taking action on the advice given in the group. Uh, so I feel like this is going to be really interesting. So if you are in a mastermind group already, this could be useful. Maybe you can get some tips or motivation on how you can make yours better. Or if you're in, not in a mastermind group, this might motivate you to go and find one or break down the fear that you have of what it might be like because you'll just see just how much value can be shared amongst the group members. Now, speaking of group members, the original group consists of five members, including myself, Jamie Tardy from eventualmillionaire.com, Todd Tresseter from financialmentor.com, Jeff Rose from dollarsandroses.com, and Roderick Russell from remarkablyhuman.com. 
I also want to share a couple links with you to help you get started with developing your mastermind group and running your mastermind group as well. These are actually uh, guest spots or guest posts from Jamie Tardy herself, who is also in this group. And she was the one who had the relationship with Joe, as you'll hear when you listen to the audio. A couple posts that will be in the show notes for you that'll make sure that we link up. That'll be all about, you know, how to set up your mastermind groups and and, uh, run them and all that sort of thing. So you'll see all those at smartpassiveincome.com slash session 155. Now, why don't we just jump right into the call, which to give you a quick overview, the beginning of our calls, typically we will go over round robin wins from the previous week. Then from there, we will go over into the hot seat. In, in the hot seat, one person is up for, for about 45 minutes and that person presents a problem or where they're at in the business or they whatever they need help with. And the rest of the group gives brutally honest advice to help that person out. And then at the end, we talk about our goals and, and how we can hold each other accountable for that. Uh, this is a little bit different because we had a guest on, but you will hear each of us sort of talk about our businesses, which would be actually good for you because then you'll get to know my mastermind group members. And then we get right into Joey's hot seat where we uh, get information on him and what he's up to and then how to improve it. So without further ado, here is the mastermind call with myself, Joey, Jamie, Todd, Jeff, and Roderick. First of all, welcome to the group, Joey. What's up? Uh, congrats on all that you've been doing. I'm checking out your site right now. It looks great. Uh, can't wait to hear more about what you have going on and what you need help with. But for me, my wins, uh, actually, before I get to that, um, my name's Pat Flynn, and I have a blog at smartpassiveincome.com. One of the several sites I have online, the other sites I have are sort of niche sites that I've created publicly on smartpassiveincome.com where I show people through trial and error and experimentation, uh, you know, how to build a business online. And it doesn't always work out, but it's always a lesson. And, um, you know, the business has grown pretty big. I'm generating uh, close to $100,000 a month now. And, you know, I have a podcast to go along with it. Just passed about 12 million downloads. And, uh, yeah, it's going uh, really well. I'm doing a lot of public speaking and be writing a book next year and things like that. Uh, in terms of wins, a couple big wins. Um, my buddy Chris and I, we're putting on this live event next year to help promote it. Uh, we're starting a podcast, and we have already recorded six episodes. And each episode consists of a voicemail question from somebody in the audience who has a business who needs help. And Chris and I go back and forth for 15 minutes in the hot seat. And it's coming out really awesome. I can't wait to hear what the response is like. But um, we already have a list of about 3,000 before launch. And so we expect big things on launch day. Um, another big thing was uh, my birthday was Saturday, and I launched a campaign to help build schools in Africa, in Ghana, with everybody uh, pitching in. And if we get to 25,000, I'm going to match that, and we'll be able to build two schools. And uh, we're currently at like 60% funded, and we have to the end of the week. So we've raised about $15,000. Yeah, just uh, enjoying the, the end of the year here. And, oh, another big win is my meditation is going really well. I uh, have this little headband called a Muse, which taps into your brain. I don't know if you've heard about this, Roger, but um, I use it. Oh, you use it. Sweet. Yeah, I'm getting much better. <laughs> Actually, there's dramatic improvement <laughs> in my meditation session, so that's going really well. And I'm actually feeling the results of it. So, those are what's that? My what's that band called? It's, it's called Muse. M U S E. You go to choosemuse.com, you'll see this, you'll see it. Um, it's really, really helpful. And it cool. kind of gamifies kind of gamifies meditation for you, which I need. 
So let me uh, pass the baton to uh, Jeff. What's up? Uh, hey, Joey. My name is Jeff Rose. I uh, have my own financial planning practice. That's what I call my day job. Uh, in the online world, I have a Good Financial Sense, CNTS, which is my main blog. Uh, had my first book get published, Soldier Finance, last fall. Uh, my wife and I also have a joint project called Dollars and Roses, which we just did a pivot, uh, which I have to thank this group for helping me recognize that. Uh, I was in the uh, Make Money Online space and recognized that that's not where I needed to be. So now my wife and I are focusing on helping couples make their marriage more. Uh, and so that's Dollars and Roses. We have a podcast that goes along with that. And uh, she also has a blog, too. So we're a blogging family. Our kids don't have blogs yet, but I've already registered their domain. So, you know, just give them time. Our oldest son's only eight, so. <laughs> as far as uh, wins last week, uh, Dollars and Roses uh, hit number one in the uh, kids and family category, uh, for new noteworthy at least. Uh, so finally, you know, we, we were like not – existent at all. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? And then finally, they kind of retweak some things. So we're there, and uh, we're seeing the reviews go up, and uh, which is great. But uh, another kind of exciting thing was that, you know, I think most of you know, like Manny has a pretty decent Instagram following. And um, with House, oh, excuse me, with Dollars and Roses, you know, we started doing these monthly challenges. We had our Love Habits Challenge last month. This month is the Giving Your Spouse Praise Challenge. And what we're seeing is like people are tagging other people and tagging their spouses and, and you know, using the hashtag and stuff. And we, my wife and I were doing it the other night. We're just talking. She's like, you know, like on House of Rose, like occasionally, like someone will tag a friend and say, hey, check this person out. But like what we're seeing now, like this is people are actually participating and they're sharing and they're excited about it. And uh, it just—it was just kind of a cool thing that we're actually finally seeing this, and, and it's actually getting some traction with couples. So uh, we're really excited about that. Uh, it's only like our second month with the challenges, so uh, that was a, a big win. You know, most of you helped me with the uh, my unique process with my financial planning firm. I I took a call just this morning actually with a guy that found my blog, and uh, he he only, he only he's got 1.2 million dollars saved currently, um, but he's currently saving 400 thousand dollars a year. Which I mean, I, he, I had to make him repeat it because I was like, "Wait, how much?" Um, and he's with Chase, and he's not—he's okay with Chase. But the part I got really excited about, we started talking, and it wasn't just about money. But he told me how much he saves, and I'm like, "Hey, um, question: How much do you work?" <laughs> and uh, you know, he told me six or seven days a week. And then, and I was like, "All right." Then I started talking about strategic coach, uh, Joy, which is a coaching program I've been in for three years. And I told him about the concept of taking a free day—you know, a 24-hour period. We don't do any work related and I told him that concept he's just like I've never I've, I can't realize I've taken a free day and so the call started as like a potential new client but then it turned into like almost like a coaching call um, and it just was really cool like you know I started asking these questions he's like dude he's like Chase has never asked me these kind of things and I'm like well I'm kind of different you know in that, that regard so he's not a client yet but um, I was just excited for just the conversation you know that we had so um, so yeah I think that's all my wins so far for the week though Hey, Joey. I'm Roderick Russell. I run RemarkablyHuman.com, which uh, also hosts a podcast called Remarkably Human Radio, where I chat with people who do extraordinary things, uh, cognitive enhancement, physical, pushing the limits of physical ability, uh, generally doing amazing things with their mind and their body, and uh, probe them uh, with questions about how and, more importantly, why, and the takeaways that we can apply to our own lives in a normal daily environment. Uh, most of my money, though, comes from actually touring. I'm a touring artist. I'm a sword swallower and a mind reader. Uh, the mind reading is based on psychological principles and applied psychology. I don't 
claim to have any psychic powers or anything. I don't actually believe in that. Uh, so that's what I do. Um, my wins for the week, um, pretty pretty mellow week, actually, though my flotation tank episode, the last podcast that I did, uh, went not only really well, but it's been getting a phenomenal response from the flotation community itself. I've been receiving lots and lots of personal messages in my email from flotation centers all across the country, uh, just sending me wonderful words of uh, you know praise for the episode and thanks for the episode. Uh, and I also apparently have lots of free flotations now set up across the nation anytime I travel. <laughs> uh, so that's a bonus. Um, along the lines of uh, reporting the, the winds on meditation like uh, Pat did, um, I instead of getting a Christmas tree this year, me and my girlfriend got a new Buddha statue that we welcomed into our home. So uh, that was a fun little uh, side note there <laughs> along the lines of, of Pat's news. <laughs> so that's about it for me. Oh, that's um, awesome. <laughs> what about you, Todd? Um, so, Todd Trestor, Titus Financial com. Um, boy, how would I define myself? <laughs> you know, I guess I used to be a financial coach, but I've kind of shut down that practice. It filled up and, you know, trading time for money. It had served its purpose in helping me really hone what the product line should be and what my message is but it's past due, and so I'm really moving my business towards a product-based business to try to help more people and make it make better business sense. Um, background, former hedge fund manager, quote-unquote retired at 35, you know, air quotes around that, depending on how you want to define it. Well, when is kind of, this, this is a perverse one, so Joe, you have to roll with this one, because uh, it's not really a win, but a lot of time in wins, we just kind of catch everybody up on what's going on in our lives or... Um, what's really relevant to where we're at. And so last night, a good friend died of cancer. Um, and so that's one of several I've had. So I'm like the old man in the group. Um, I'm 53. And so I'm seeing a lot of death around me, uh, from cancer and stuff. So not to be macabre or anything, but it just really puts a perspective on what we're doing with our lives and an emphasis on, you know, where we're going and, using our time wisely because uh, it's fleeting. I was just partying with this guy in Las Vegas back in March and there was absolutely no symptoms or signs and he's dead now and he was 48 years old. So, um, you know, just particularly excited where I'm going with the business and what I'm doing with the time I have here. So that was kind of my win. I went for a nice long run this morning, did about nine miles in the mountains um, and feeling just great. So that's it. Mm I love that. And we all need to, you gave me chills when you started talking about that. We all need to hear that. You know, it really makes a huge difference to pay attention to how much, how time is really fleeting that we have. It's crazy. Thanks for sharing that. I appreciate it. Well, I'll do mine. And then what we'll do is we'll jump in and I'm going to have Joey sort of give a little bio on where he is and what problems he has today, just like we normally do on a hot seat. Um, my wins is this past week, I went through and did my entire planning calendar with Kendra. We got a huge whiteboard and went through it all and, you know, with travel schedule and everything, which I've never done to this extent before. I'm a huge fan of planning, but I've never, like, seen it. So now it's visually there right next to my laptop, which I really appreciate. It's huge to it, six feet. Thank you, Pat. I think it was uh, Pat or Greg Hickman that showed me the link to it, which is really cool. Um, and uh, one fun thing was I wrote an article for Daily Works back in February, quite a while ago. And it was featured on Business Insider's homepage uh, back then. And then they sort of resurrected again this week. So um, I've been getting a ton of traffic and shares just from 
that and everybody thinks it's a new article, so they're all super excited about it. Oh, it's really old, but I really appreciate the second <laughs> the second round of lots of love from Business Insider stuff. It's really fun too. So, uh, Joey, I'm gonna have you jump in. Uh, the way we normally run the hot seat is probably gonna be about 20 minutes or so, maybe a little bit more. I just gave them the name of your website a little bit beforehand, um, so they can get an idea, kind of an idea on what you do. But can you go ahead and explain what you do? I told them you were a part of Millionaire Hustlers before. If you want to sort of tell them a little before and after, and then tell us what your problem is and how we can help you best in the next 20 to 30 minutes. Sure, sure. Well, first off, I want to say thank you so much for inviting me on. This is really fun. Um, and uh, I've I've heard of a bunch of you, Pat. Uh, I don't want to, like, fanboy too much, but, uh, you know, a, a big part of the reason I ended up here is by finding your blog. So thank you. So, yeah. So um, so the quick version is I, I worked for about um, 12 years as a motion designer. So motion design is basically like a combination of graphic design and animation. And it's not animation like Pixar and Disney. It's animation for advertising mostly. So it's animating logos and explainer videos and things like that. Um, and so after doing that for a while, I sort of got um, – I guess sick of <laughs> sick of dealing with clients and advertising agencies. So I started a website to teach other people how to do this stuff. It's very technical, using a lot of software, and and it's also creative. So there's kind of two parts to it. And up until maybe a few months ago, I wasn't making any money with it. I was just sort of putting videos out there and seeing what would happen. And I uh, I decided to give myself a little kick in the butt. So I signed up for uh, Jamie's Hustler Group. And it was pretty amazing, like just sort of having, um, you know, someone kind of keep me on task and, and kind of help me, like lead me step by step. Um, I ended up launching my first training program uh, and I announced it only like two and a half, three weeks ago. And it sold out. Literally, it sold out in one minute. Um, and then I did it again and sold it out again in one minute. So I made about $10,000 in revenue, um, basically pre-selling this course. And the course actually starts today. Um, today is day one of it. So, um, so that's really exciting. And so really now I sort of feel like, okay, this might actually work. I might be able to have a website that I create training programs and, and people seem to like them and like the way I teach. Maybe I can actually do this instead of, uh, you know, paying my bills by actually doing the work. I could make these cool training products. I think my, my biggest challenge that I'm facing now, uh, it's shifted a little bit. It used to be how the heck am I going to make money doing this? And now I think I know that answer, but I, I'm not sure how to scale it. So what I'm currently thinking about is trying to basically be a premium brand for education in this niche. So there's other competitors out there. I'm, you know, lynda.com. I'm sure you're familiar with them and there's a few other ones. Um, but they are more, they're, they're more about the quantity of their training and not necessarily, not necessarily the quality. So I want to be the quality guy. And to do that, I know I need to go out and find other people to help me build training courses who have expertise that I don't have. So I, you know, it's a huge field and there's graphic design and there's illustration and there's animation. And then there's like very technical sides too. And I can hit a couple of those, but I want someone, for example, who can draw really well to, to help me create a course about drawing in, you know, for this niche for motion design. And I'm just not even sure how to, how to approach that. Like, you know, 
like prepaying them or giving them a cut of revenue or, you know, like how to even sort of set it up so that it's going to be win-win for both of us. Um, so, so that's, that's one big thing. And then another sort of, I guess, side note there would be, um, trying to figure out, do I, should I try to, you know, raise capital to, to be able to scale this more quickly than it is. I've been approached by one investor already and, uh, he's currently got a, a very successful business in like a related field. And, and I think he, he sees some opportunity and, and, um, it's very appealing because if all of a sudden I had this big influx of cash, it'd be very easy to go out and pay someone a big advance to make a class for me. Um, but I'm not really hurting for cash or anything. It's just sort of the the progress is slower than than maybe it could be, and and I'm nervous that someone's gonna like catch on that what I'm doing is working and and catch up to me. So yeah, so I guess that that, that would be a great place to start. I have one quick question before the guys jump in. What's your number one goal, Joey? Like, do you still have a day job that you want to quit, or what's the number one thing that you want right now? The number one reason I started the company, that I think, is still my number one goal, is to be able to make money and pay my bills from absolutely anywhere and at any time, you know, I could be asleep and someone buys a class and then I wake up and look at that. There's, you know, an extra, extra 500 bucks or a thousand bucks in the bank account. So it's really trying to make it slowly more and more passive than it is. Um, I'm already, I mean, I probably already could stop freelancing, which is sort of my day job. $10,000 a month, I could definitely stop. <laughs> and I think it'd be easy to do that. So I think the goal now is it's kind of shifted. I want to, I want to grow it and scale it while still trying to maintain that ability to sort of grab my laptop, grab my wife and kids and head off to, you know, to wherever for a week. Cool. I have a follow-up question to Jamie's. Uh, Joey, when you envision sort of what your life would be like in the perfect ideal situation, do you envision this sort of coaching in, you know, with the classes that you have that you've currently set up? Did you like want to continue to do that? I mean, you could still sell those plots passively, but you'd obviously have to actively teach those people. And I don't know, a lot of people enjoy the one-on-one or one-to-many sort of style teaching. Others, they prefer to get away from that eventually and just have it all be completely passive, 100%, or, you know, without the tie into getting into a webinar and teaching people like that. What are, what are your thoughts on that? Sure. Well, so the the current class is mostly passive. There's a once a week hour long webinar and there's a private Facebook group that every student is in. So I'm trying to structure it so that once I run through this class, the next time I do this class, it's a lot less sort of interactive work. Um, And I, I think ideally I'd like it to be mostly passive for most of the courses that I sell. This is sort of, I guess this would sort of be like my flagship course. It's a very broad topic that appeals to a lot of people. It's the number one thing I get asked about. So that's why I chose this first. Um, And so I think it would be, what I kind of envision is being able to sell this class and like 10 other classes. Most of those classes, there's no interactive part. You buy the class and it's all set up and it drips the content out to you. And and so that way I can keep scaling and keep scaling. But I do love interacting with people. And so I, I'd like to start to just do that at a higher and higher level. So doing these webinars, you know, there's a lot of opportunities to speak and go to conferences and demos and things like that too in this field. So I'd like to kind of use this as a platform to get get there too, to expand the reach. 
So I, I don't know if that answered your question, Pat. I think it's a combination, but I really yeah. want to structure the courses to be passive so that the non-passive stuff is really high level and effective. You know, like I know you do a lot of speaking at conventions and stuff like that now, trying to get to that level one day. Cool. Yeah, something like this, especially for, you know, people will pay money to get the education that they need to be really good at something like this, right? You know, it's not, you know, it's a great niche to be in. So first of all, congrats. Um, I think what's going to happen is you're going to continue to, I mean, if, if I were you, I would eventually get to a point and envision for a future of mine to have, like you said, higher level access to you. And so like limited access to a higher level. And then for the people who can't afford that, and what happens is your prices to get access to you anchor the price that you can charge for your course. And this course, which is completely automated, has zero or maybe very, very limited access to you in the form of like a monthly Q&A call or something like that. Like that's kind of where I envision you going with this. And I really am excited about it in terms of the quality and getting other people involved. And I'd be really interested to hear what everybody else thinks. I, I feel like you, you don't necessarily need to take on an investor at this point. Um, it's just all about finding the right people to fill out the brand for you and get those other courses in there that you need. And another concern is, you know, I don't know if you've ever created sort of an online course before, but especially with a niche like this, I mean, the courses I feel would have to be somewhat high quality in terms of, you know, the production of it. And I don't know what, or if you have the capability of doing that or have any questions about that. Because, yes, it's not good, but it's something that has to do with something visual. You want the visuals to go along with that to be good as well. Yeah, of course. I mean, I, that luckily that's that's not a problem just because that's okay. my that's my niche. Like I, I know video very very well. So and and that's the reason that I think I've gotten the audience that I've gotten is because I've really focused on making my videos very produced. You know, like I'm on camera and I'm using like lighting and and a lavalier mic and and then you know I'm editing my screen captures and doing all those things and licensing stock music so it's not like a silence underneath. So I really do produce everything. But I like what you're saying about the the access thing. I, I that's kind of what I'm trying to figure out is you know and and it was interesting talking to Jamie a little bit during her course because I know that she sort of uses that model. Um, you know, in in her hustlers group, you do you do get access to her but if you do private coaching you get like an hour on the phone with her and that you know that costs a lot more and do you do you see that as a possible avenue to to get to one day oh i i feel like if you wanted it you would get it it's just a matter yeah. of is that what you're just doing yourself um so good to hear about the the course quality i think that's going to be important obviously what what's your email look look like currently sure um it's it's up to about 5,300 now, and it's growing. So it, it grows really fast when I put new content out. I haven't been putting a ton of new free content out lately because I've been working on this course, but even doing nothing, it grows about 20, 25 names a day. And then when I put new content out, I'll typically get a bump of 50 to 100 people a day for two to three days. So it's it's growing pretty steadily. Okay. I think you're definitely headed in the right direction in terms of this course that you just sold or pre-sold. Um, obviously, you're going to be going through the course, kind of building it along with the members that have purchased, right? And so what's going to happen is you're going to be able to get that feedback loop going and start to build out the course the way you want. You could get to the point where you're actually recording videos for them as you go along, knowing that you're going to be taking those course at some point. Um, so making sure that you're thinking ahead in, in, in that regard, I think, is really important. And I feel like that, that would be an easy way to scale exactly what you've already started. 
Awesome. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They, they, they'll definitely help me, um, you know, hone the course and make sure that it works. I mean, that's really important to me is that it's effective because I, I feel like there's so many courses out there that people start and they don't finish and they don't really work. Um, and I think that having them, having them have some buy-in, you know, knowing that they're going to actually help shape it. Um, it seems, it, they seem to be excited about that. So that's awesome. In terms of the other person coming on and creating a course, for you, like a drawing course or something, and you don't necessarily need that right now. I mean, that could be a great addition after you create this course. Perhaps the course validates the idea that people love it and that maybe you pre-sell the digital course down the road, which will enable you to get people to be more likely to work with you, whether you do like an affiliate commission, which I think would work really well, especially if they're able to sell your product to their audience as well, sort of cross-remote, or they might just want to get in front of your audience anyways, knowing that people are going to go through it and be exposed to their brand. So I think you don't have to necessarily add these other people in right now. I would just launch the course, even digitally, sort of as an MVP, uh, minimum viable product, and then go from there. So I'll stop now. Yeah, I want to – oh, sorry. I know, Todd, you want to go. I just want to add to that point that Pat just said because um, I had Nathan Laka, and I know a bunch of you guys know him on the show, and I, he went to an Internet marketing party, and this woman, there was a Q&A after he spoke. And she came up to him, and she was like, okay, so I have two products, and I really have some questions. That, and he goes, stop right there. And she's like, uh, uh, okay. And he's like, first problem, what did you just say? She's like, I have two products. He's like, okay. So there's one company – that does one product really, really well. So another another company that does another product really, really well. You're trying to do both at the same time, which means you're going to be 50% as good as those other companies that only have one, right? And she was like, oh, gosh, man, that's crazy. Um, and so that's what I want to say to you just to that point that Pat said. Uh, you have a product. You know it sells well. Market the hell out of that product and bring right. <laughs> a lot more money and set up the system so you don't have to worry about that. I see this all the time, and I think, Pat, you do too, and so does everyone on the call where everyone gets excited and they're like, let's create a ton of courses, which they haven't gone through the whole marketing funnel and the, the plan for what you already have. So if you know you already have something that works, like really amp that up before you move on to a whole separate niche and a whole other product. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's that's good advice. It's kind of painful to hear, but yes, I think you're right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Waiting. The last thing an entrepreneur wants to hear, right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> sorry, go ahead, Todd. Well, I'm sorry, because I came in late. I didn't get his website, Joey. Oh, it's uh, schoolofmotion.com. School of Motion, okay. And then how how are you... Um, like how are you structuring the sales process in terms of what are they paying you a one-time fee for lifetime access? I'm trying to understand like the nature of the course and how you've got it sold since you're apparently pre-selling something before you produced it. Sure, sure. So, um, I, so the way I sold it was I held a webinar, um, and I sort of sent out an email just to my email list saying, um, Hey, you know, this is a problem that I had when I started out, and I think that a lot of you may have this problem, and I'm going to show you some tricks and, and talk about a new, pro, you know, a new program I'm doing. And I did a webinar, and then at the end of the webinar, I talked about my course, and I said, I'm building a course. It's the course I wish I had when I was starting out, um, and I'm looking for a group of brave souls to to go through it with me for the first time and help me build it. And so then I gave out a link to, to pre-buy it. The way the course works, uh, they it was a one-time, you, you buy in. Um, I charged 
250 bucks a person for this. It's like a discounted rate. And the course is, it's living on um, a platform called Pathrite. It's just one of these online course building tools you can use. And so I'm basically in the process now of filling out the entire course with content. I've, I've got about a two week head start um, and it's a six week course. So every day there'll be, the students can log into this site and the next set of videos and PDFs and, and audio clips and things like that are available to them. And at the very end of the course, they have lifetime access to that course. So it's a one, it's not a subscription. It's a one-time fee. And then you own that course. But when you're going through it, you don't get the whole thing at once. It's it's dripped. Yeah, so it's 250 bucks, and it's how many modules? Like, how long will the course take total? Uh, six weeks total. And when it when it's released for real, I think it'll be probably around $600. Um, but, yeah, it's a six-week course. And you're saying you're getting 25 opt-ins a week right now? Uh, no, 25. I'm 25 opt-ins a day? Yeah, per day. That's impressive because you've got – I'm on your site right now. Okay, you've got a pop-up box that just came up. It looks like you've got about eight to about 25,000 uniques a month right now. Yes. Fascinating. Where, do you, where is the bulk of your conversion coming from? You mean uh, the actual sales or the – No, the bulk of your conversion to your list. See, the thing about it – I'm sorry. I'm kind of jumping around because we're all used to talking to each other all the time. The formula is – you know, what happens is you've got traffic that converts to a list, and then you build a relationship with your list. Your list converts to your product, right? Right. And so these are all different pieces of your flow that I'm kind of hopscotching around on, right? So I'm on your side. I'm seeing your total traffic volume. Now I'm looking at how you're converting to your list. I'm just trying to wrap my head around what you're doing. Sure. And sure. So, uh, the, main, the main way people find the site right now is through Vimeo. Um, all of my videos are hosted on Vimeo, and Vimeo is just like YouTube. You can have followers and all that. Um, and so I've got a lot of followers. I think I have over 5,000 followers on Vimeo, which for Vimeo, that's a big number. On YouTube, it's not. Um, but Vimeo is very high-quality traffic for motion design. In that niche, YouTube is sort of um, the low-rent kind of place to go, and Vimeo is the, the higher end. Right. So people find my videos on there and then in the description, I say, if you like this video, go to my site where I'm giving away, you know, like people will see me do a video about how to animate, you know, somebody walking or something. And if you want, I can give you the project file for the software that you can download and have for free. All I need you to do is go to my website and sign up for the email list and you get this awesome giveaway. It's like a giant, you know, package of project files to pick through and and so that gets a lot of people to go to the site and sign up because they want that. Um, Got it. And then, yeah. Hey, Pat, that sounds a lot like Clay Collins' recommendation, huh, where you've got a specific opt-in bonus for for exactly tailored to your content? Yeah. Uh, they're calling it now created content. Uh, and it works very well. Obviously, it's working for Joey here. So I think that's a great way of getting people into the email list. Sure. Yeah. Very good, Joey. Looking good. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> so, Joey, we kind of answered some of the questions on, like, the investors and, and created courses. Does any other questions come up when now that, you're, now that we totally shifted your direction? I'll throw an investor comment in. I wouldn't take an investor with a 10-foot pole. Yeah, me neither. If you can figure out, if you can figure out how to bootstrap it, unless you really, 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 really need the capital to move forward, you should avoid investor money at all costs. 
Gotcha. So I guess then my question would be, so for this course, it's currently structured where the interactive portion of it is it's fairly minimal, but it's not zero. Um, and uh, one of the things that I'm a little bit worried about and that I know I need to figure out maybe not now, but in the future, is a lot of the reason that the site is successful and people like it is because, like, it's me. They like the way I teach and they like, I don't know, I get weird emails, like they like my voice or or whatever. But I I know that as I scale, you know, for example, if I just want to sell this course, but rather than having two groups at a time going through, I want to have 10 groups at a time. Um, I can't do that all by myself. I'm going to need someone else to run some of these classes. Um, and is there any danger of, you know, is there any danger of your brand becoming too closely tied to you? Um, and then, you know, once you start to scale it up and have someone else running a course, well, wait, I, I wanted Pat Flynn and now I don't have Pat Flynn. I have Pat's assistant or something like that. Um, is that something that I should worry about and start to try to fix now or is that still too early? Well, if you're creating these courses ahead of time, then they will get you. You know, there's, um, and you might just have an assistant or other people on your team that interact directly before they get to you and they ask the specific day for it. Uh, again, you want to, there, there is a little bit of a, I mean, everybody knows that Smart Path Link is, is past link, right? And somebody else started becoming who I was so filling in my role on the, on the brand and it would be weird. But I think, you know, part of it is because of the, con- the type of content that I'm sharing and things like that and how I'm sharing it. And I feel like, you know, even though you might have somebody else helping in one way, shape, or form, it's, it's still going to be your voice on those on those courses. And, and you know, it also makes me think of lead pages. You know, Clay Collins, the, the co-founder, and it was always him at, at the beginning, and he's been doing really good at getting people like Tim Page on to do all the webinars and the podcasts. And he is this other guy who does all the videos and stuff. And, you know, I think as long as you make sure that you're always providing value and that it's in the same style that, um, you know, you won't have to worry too much about it. You know, what do you guys think? Well, just as a quick thing, I, I had that same question, Joey, like before I did Hustlers, I did it um, before mostly by myself. And I was like, well, everybody wants these, right? But, you know, as you went through the program, like Kendra is the one. So Kendra's my right hand woman, I should say. Right? So she runs <laughs> Facebook groups. She does all that. She sets everything up. She talks to you. She does everything, which elevates me. Because, number one, it gave me a ton of time. The only thing I do is I'm on the webinars and I hop in the Facebook group a couple times a week. But she's there constantly answering questions. She gets emails, all that fun stuff. And she's a, she's a strategist. She's amazing at what she does also. It's not like I'm sending you just my assistant. Um, but, uh, but you guys adore her. Like, all, I'm a little jealous, just so you know, on how much they love her, <laughs> you know? So, so it's totally possible. And I had that exact same question at the very, very beginning. So you just have to make sure you have the right person on your team or multiple people. But I would also ask you how many people are in your beta group and how big do you think you can run it? Cause we're going to be running hustlers with a hundred people next time. And I think that's a, you know, really good number that we can have a bunch of really awesome people making a bunch of, um, progress without having to run, you know, 10 different courses. Cause that's a lot of your time. And, uh, I'd be, I'd be a little wary of that. That makes sense. So how many people are you thinking you would scale to in one course? That's a great question. That's one of the things I'm trying to learn by doing this beta group. So there's there's 40 people total. There's two groups of 20. And 
I mean, in theory, it there's not that much more work to scale up because I'm not doing one-on-one, um, you know, like grading homework or something for each student. It's just sort of, you know, they can all get on a webinar and ask questions. It's it's kind of like what you did where, you know, the, the questions that keep coming up, those are the ones you answer. And I might be able to cherry pick like someone's homework that is bad and someone that's good and, and show them here, this is why this is bad. This is why this is good. So if it's 40 people or a hundred people, it may not make a difference. Um, I, I want, I don't know, I guess I'm worried about the perception too. I like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it may be too much. I'm worried about perception. Like, Oh, there's a hundred people in this class. Oh, I'm not really getting any access to Joey. This is, this isn't worth the money. Um, so, so I, I'm not sure I have an answer for that yet, but after this course, I think I'll, I think I'll know better. And hopefully, um, you know, the answer is I can run it a hundred people at a time. No problem. Because that would make it a lot, e- a lot easier to scale. I just got off the phone with my coach and I was like, oh, we're going to do 100 people in this next month. She goes, why not 200? And I'm like, oh, I don't, what if I can't, what if I can't deliver? And she's like, well, how do you figure that out? And I'm like, oh, okay. She's like, I just want you to start thinking that way. Yeah, maybe you have to run two groups at the same time. Maybe you have to get two more assistants that will really be there. You know what I mean? How could you deliver the same amount of value with scaling it? without necessarily using a ton more of your time. And I'm like, that is a great freaking question. I'm still figuring that out to see if that's even possible. But she's like, open your mind to that. And so I'm going to do the same thing, by the way. Um, but it was really, it's really helpful to start thinking about it that way. I was just going to say, I think this access to Joey question, um, my experience of it is it depends on what benefit is sold. So if you're selling benefit of access to Joey, then it's a problem. But if you're selling a specific outcome in motion design and you deliver on that promise, then it shouldn't be a problem because I didn't buy the course to get access to Joey. I bought it to get the solution to the problem. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I definitely didn't sell it as access to Joey, but I, but from the from the comments that came through when people bought it, that was that kept coming up like, oh, I'm so excited to be taught, you know, by Joey. And I guess they are like, it's me on the video. It's me creating all the content. Um, and I'm, I don't know, I tend to overthink and, <laughs> and I think that might be what's happening here. I'm, I'm trying to make it too literal, like me actually talking with every person that's not possible. Um, but yeah, that, I, and I love that, that advice your mentor gave you, Jamie. That's really, as soon as you said it, I was like, yeah, I guess you're right. Why not 200? You know, <laughs> <What's the difference? laughs> Well, and I know we only have about five minutes left, and we haven't heard too much from Roderick and Jeff. I just want to open it up to you guys and see if you had any thoughts, too, after. I know it's hard bringing someone brand new or we've never really heard too much about the business. The cool thing about the Mastermind Group is we know each other really, really well. We've been doing this for, like, four years. And so um, we know inside and out of each other's business, so it's easy for us to go, oh, well, you just did this recently. Why don't you do this, too? Right? And so yeah. the brand new one's a little different. So I know we, I threw the guys under the bus. We're like, come on, let's do this. And they were thankfully all on board. Um, but I just wanted to throw out to you guys to see if you had any um tips or tricks for him too. No, I just uh, real quick, I, I definitely agree on the investor side. I mean, this thing is so new and I think it's so fun and so exciting. Um, you're going to bring an investor on that's going to probably have some say and I don't know, maybe try to control it more than what, they, what you want this to be. Um, I, I, you sold out in two minutes. <laughs> uh, I don't think you need an investor right out of the scale. I think you could, uh, you know, ramp this up and like you said, if you can sell 600 bucks, I think, uh, I mean, you're talking, you know, if you sold out 20 people a month, just a month, I mean, hell, like that's, that's pretty sweet. Um, 
as far as the whole teaching thing, I think, uh, like you said, you are teaching them. You have the videos. And I think if you're offering the uh, the Facebook group, I mean, they're going to have access to you there. I mean, not like the same kind, but still. Um, I know that uh, some of the courses I went through, like uh, James Wedmore had his uh, YouTube, whatever it's called, Video Traffic Academy. And, you know, that was only 100 bucks. But, you know, the Facebook group is where I, I got a lot of the value, just connecting with other people. Um, that's the other thing, too, is like, I mean, you're, you're creating a community of other graphic people, I'm not sure what you call you guys, call yourself, video motion people, um, right. that they can connect with and also share ideas, you know, like you're, you've created that. And I mean, they're going to connect there and get value just from connecting with other people to where, I mean, you don't have to like hold their hand because other people are like, oh, well, because I know that happened in the uh, Video Traffic Academy where people had questions about certain type of video tactics and, you know, it wasn't James that was answering all those questions, it was the community. Um, so a lot of the, you know, you'll, you'll have educators and teachers in there helping other people out. So, uh not, not to take that. So otherwise, man, I think you're doing an amazing job. Uh, thank you. That, that's definitely great advice. And I, I stole the private Facebook group idea from Jamie and I've, I'm blown away. Like there's already, you know, 50 conversations going on. <laughs> it's really awesome. And the cool thing too is like, I mean, when you start needing other instructors for uh, the other type of thing you're talking about, I mean, you're going to have a community of people in there. Um, you know, I think like how, I think Pat, a lot of the community, he, a lot of his team members, I feel like are, you know, they've been fans of Pat beforehand before they joined the team. You know, they're going to want to be a part of what you're doing. Uh, I think you'll be able to find people in there, at least uh, through that network. Yeah, that's a good call, too. Yeah, I think that you're on an extremely good path. Uh, and in terms of the investors, I am right behind everyone else. Uh, I don't think that it's necessary at this point or maybe even at any point. I think that it will only create uh, confusion and, and spread you too thin. And and really, it, it will just lower your revenues and make a more diluted product, I think, is what will end up happening. It will uh, just be too much for too little. Uh, so I think you're on a very good path going solo uh, and you're you're already seeing the results and the results are just going to keep getting bigger if you continue pushing solo. Uh, and in terms of um, offering access to yourself, that's such a sticky question. And I mean, it comes up for everyone. Uh, but if you think of it as if you're, you're selling a product, you're not selling a service and there may be some service-based aspects to it uh, and you may be able to sell the higher level service-based aspects. But if you consider your course to be a product rather than a service, then there's no worries about uh, branding it with your name because the, the service would be is what the access to you is. But the product is just your thinking and your delivery. And that's what can, is contained in the videos and whatever writing you do. It's like buying a book. I don't expect to have access to the author if I go to the bookstore and buy a book. And I'm expecting, however, to have the thought of the author and the insight of the author and the experience of the author, but I don't need to talk to the author to get that. If I want to have coaching with the author, then I pay a little extra, and maybe I can get that. But it's product versus service, and if you keep your mind focused on product, I think that you'll, you'll avoid the question of, are, are people going to be worried if they don't have access to me? Oh, that's great. Thank you. <laughs> that makes so much sense. <laughs> Uh, one one final thing too, I just want to say is that I mean, maybe it's just because I'm not in your in your niche, but like when I went to your website, like I I didn't really know what I was looking at. Um, and maybe if I was in your niche, I would know. Um, but like you know, when you said you're getting twenty five, thirty opt-ins a day, I mean, obviously like that's it was hard for me to see that initially, and I guess probably with your but your video, like when I actually clicked on uh, your, I was watching one of your videos and uh, just with mute and like yeah, the quality is amazing. Um, 
but just something that I don't know. May, maybe there'd be some optimization there to get more opt-ins too. Just something as a little FYI. Yeah, thank you. I, I, I'm, the site is actually completely redesigned now. I had a web designer working on it. And it's going live probably in two weeks. Um, that was a big thing I, that came out of Jamie's course too. Is I realized my site. It's it's very clear to people in the niche. But people who are new or like might be interested in it, it, they have no idea what it is until they're like deep into it. So that that will all get fixed, fortunately. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Progress. Love that. Um, so yeah. one uh, last thing I want to say, and then I'll, I'll give a little bit of a resource. We usually do some sort of resource. Um, so instead of thinking like, okay, who, how many more people can I get, you know, or to do new cool courses, like you had sort of come in, I would start trying to figure out how much your time is worth because bringing on an assistant or someone to deal with the small things that aren't worth it for you. Do you have an assistant or someone working for you right now? I do. I just hired her. Started last Wednesday. Okay, that's exactly. Then my yeah. resource will be perfect for you. Um, so, so that's what I would really work on. That is a skill, right? Leadership and and uh, working with someone, being their manager, um, and the yeah. owner, the business owner, is a huge skill. I want you to try and take some time and put into that. Um, actually, there's a, another resource I'll give you. It's called the One Minute Manager. It's a book. By Ken Blanchard. Okay. I usually recommend it to coaching clients. It's super quick. It's like not even 100 pages. You can read it in less than an hour. Um, but if you haven't really managed a bunch of people before, um, just get that as like a little precursor. Uh, and then the resource, because we all love software here, um, is actually Pat used this as a resource a long time ago. I started using it and love it. Uh, it's called Slack. It's Slack.com. It's really great for communication with a team. Um, and so especially if you have a lot of little contractors or somebody else does some of the stuff for you being able to have them all talk in one, it's kind of like a chat room with, uh, kind of like IRC way back when, if you remember that, um, and oh, yeah. where you can have separate, <laughs> I'm a geek. I had my own channel. Yeah. When I was 16. Um, and so I really I mean, showed your price right there. <laughs> I know. Um, so being able to have these different channels where you can talk about stuff has been really, really helpful in project management software, but I would I would be focused, you know, soul focused as much as we can. That's what I talked about a lot, if you remember. Um, So pushing forward on this course, figuring out how to sell it again to more people, even uh, other people that are your avatar but maybe aren't coming to your site. Like how do we get those people to sign up, which is why I'm excited you have a new website coming out. And then um, getting you to do only the most important things. Because we tend to think that scaling is like, oh, getting an investor to have lots of money. Or, hey, I need to multiply the number of courses that I'm doing. But in reality, it's figuring out what you're really, really good at, (laughs) right? And having someone else do the other stuff. That way, you're doing the high-value task. um, Because you want to do that expert model anyway. Um, And so if you're charging $1,000 an hour, right, like you're going to really pay attention to what you're doing versus what other people are doing too. Is that all helpful? Can you give me like a a synopsis or a takeaway that you're walking away um, today so that way we can all understand how we've helped? Sure, sure. Uh, well, first of all, thank you so much. This was so great. Um, so I, I would say the biggest takeaway, um, which and now it seems crystal clear. I don't, I don't understand why I didn't just know this. Um, is I should not immediately focus on making five more courses. I should focus on figuring out how to optimize sales and 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 make this one scalable on its own, so I can have more students at the same time. Part of that is going to be working on my management skills, which I'm glad you gave me a resource for that, Jamie, because that's definitely something I'm kind of new at. Um, I've been using Asana. Um, Kendra recommended it, and it's it's working really well. I've heard of Slack, so I'll check that out too. 
Um, and then uh, also trying to make sure that it's very clear when I sell this course what I'm selling and that it is a result. The, and, and that's that. I feel like that's how I sold it, but I will, I'll double check and make sure that people who buy the class get better at animation, not you get you know, a ton of access to Joey. Um, and, and I, I guess I could have that in my back pocket if I ever wanted to do an upsell or something like, okay, I'm going to do a, a VIP version of the class now. It's twice as much, but now we're going to do like three webinars a week or something. Um, cause I, I never really thought of access to me as kind of, um, a selling point, I guess it makes sense though. <laughs> You're a hot commodity. Yeah, it, <laughs> it should be, it should be more than double. When you do that. Oh, thank you, Pat. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So I hope that was helpful, and I really, really appreciate it, all you guys um, for my mastermind group for me stepping in. I really, really appreciate it, and I think Joey really appreciates it, too. Um, So, yeah, we'll stop the recording now, but I just want to say thank you for everyone. I really appreciate having amazing friends that are willing to uh, do this stuff for me. Thanks, guys. No problem. Cool. You're welcome. Awesome. We're done. All right. Thank you, Joey. Really, really, cool. really appreciate thank that. You. And I hope it was really helpful. <laughs> Good luck, Joey. Thank you so much. I really appreciate everything. And uh, yeah, I hope, uh, I hope I can give you guys high fives one day. <laughs> awesome. And I'll send you the recording. Of course, it's going to go out on my podcast anyway. But uh, but yeah, thanks so much, Joey. I appreciate it. Awesome. No problem, Jamie. All right. We'll talk to you. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Joey, what's up? Welcome to the podcast. Well, you? thanks for having me, man. Really, uh, really appreciate you asking me on. So we just heard you in uh, my mastermind group with Jamie, Todd, and Jeff, and Roderick. Tell us a little bit about what has happened since you were there in that hot seat with us that day. Sure. Uh, so after that call, um, I sort of processed what you guys had told me, and one of the big takeaways was to focus and to focus just on the course that I had just launched as a beta. Mm -hmm. Um, And so rather than immediately run out and try and do more courses, I focused on making that one as perfect as it could be. And so part of that was I wanted to run it multiple times before I built anything else. So um, as soon as the first run through was done, I decided to, to do a second run through. I was initially thinking I would have the same amount of people, maybe, you know, 30 or 40 people in this class. But another thing that was said on that mastermind call was that you should, you know, you should kind of think a little bigger sometimes and maybe step out of your comfort zone. And I think it was Jamie. She actually said something like, well, why not a hundred? And so I actually went out and tried to get a hundred people in this class and I didn't quite get it, but I did get 75 people. And the, this not being the beta run through of this course it was actually $750 for the course this time. So you can, you can do the math, yeah. but it was a, a very, very big revenue day. Um, and and kind of the kind of thing that I've heard other guests on your show talk about, but never imagined I would actually have one of those days. Dude, that's, that, that's so amazing. Congratulations. Well, thank you. Going back to when you were in the hot seat, and that was your first time sort of talking to a lot of us on that call. I know for a lot of people who are getting into this mastermind thing, they might feel a little nervous getting into another group. And, you know, obviously the best scenario would be to go with people that you've already met, although that's not always going to be the case. How are you so comfortable and able to sort of be open with, with all your stuff to, to these people who you have never really spoken to before? Well, I think at some point, um, you know, I realized that like what, what gets results is, um, is just action. 
And so whatever I can do to hack my brain and trick myself into doing things is what I need to do. And one of the things that I learned about myself is that, you know, by the time I got on the mastermind call with you guys, I have been on, you know, blogs for years, binging on information about how to run an online business. I knew all of the technical things I needed to do. I just needed someone to tell me, Mm -hmm. you know, and sometimes that's all you need. You just need someone to say the obvious thing. And then it's like a switch happens in your brain. And so once I figured that out, that was kind of what let me um, allow Jamie Tardy into my brain in her coaching program. And then when I was on the mastermind call with you guys, I was very open to whatever you guys said. I mean, obviously you're all very accomplished, um, you know, entrepreneurs. So that helps. But even if you weren't, I would still be very open because I know that sometimes just hearing it out loud from someone else's mouth can do the trick, you know? Mm -hmm. Was there anything that was said in terms of suggestions on actions to take that you didn't agree with, or maybe you felt a little apprehensive to perhaps take action on those things? Sure. So the, um, I'll tell you, so there, there was two. So one was, you know, the, the big takeaway to focus because I have this vision in my head of, of what my company can be. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it's probably five, 10 years away, but having all of these different courses and kind of having a spread of things students can take. And I, I was just so impatient that that was very hard to swallow mm-hmm. that I would have to wait <laughs> um, to do that. Um, we could, a lot of us can relate to that. for sure. Yeah. And then I'll tell you another one that, um, and I think you actually gave me this advice and it really, um, it, it was very hard, but it's actually come true. And I've sort of realized it now is that I was worried about, you know, how I was going to scale my class because so much of my site up to that point was me and it was my personality. And I was worried that, that my students would get upset if after a couple of rounds of this class, I wasn't as present there anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the reality is that I just had a, my third child, I had a newborn pretty much right at the beginning of the second session of this class. Luckily, um, I had the foresight to hire a couple of TAs for the class. Nice, um, I have nice. an assistant like a part-time assistant for my site. And then I hired two TAs and I had no choice but to let them really run with the class. Um, And I gave them as much guidance as I could, but I was pretty much out of commission and nothing bad happened. And the class is running smoothly and everything's going well, Um, which is, so it's given me the confidence now to step back a little bit in order to scale the business. But at first I I was very suspicious of that advice. (laughs) (laughs) Where can we go to get more information about your class? I think people listening might be interested in at least seeing how you're um, either promoting it or, 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 or that sort of thing. And also, you know, maybe somebody will be interested in what you have to offer. Sure, sure. Well, that's the funny thing, Pat. So I actually, uh, I have a brand new site with marketing page and a marketing video for this class, which is not live yet. It's actually going live, I think, in about a week and a half, um, which uh, is going to end up being basically the beginning of March. Okay, so this will go out after that. So, Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, well here I can, I can just say that again a little differently. Um, so the, um, the class currently doesn't actually have a marketing page. Um, there is, uh, oh, sorry. So this is going to go out after that. Okay. Yeah. No, but I so, mean, well, let's keep this all in cause this, this is fine. Uh, okay, wh- cool. where's it going to be? So all sure, the listeners so, who are listening in the future to when we're speaking now, we'll be able to check it out. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So, uh, well, my site is schoolofmotion.com. Um, and on that site, there is a training page and on the training page, you'll find a lot of information about this course. But what's interesting is that 
up until, I mean, basically the first session and the second session, both of those were sold and filled up without any kind of marketing page for this course. It was done solely through email marketing and webinars. Um, So that, that was kind of another mind blowing thing was that, you know, in my head, I needed to, uh, you know, build the marketing engine for this thing before I could launch it. And of course that's not true either. So, um, so now (laughs) there is actually like a marketing page and stuff, but that's a very recent development. Cool. Well, I'll check it out. And, uh, you know, a couple of final questions here. When you're in the hot seat of a mastermind group, and I know I'm, I'm this way almost every week in each of my mastermind groups, you know, you're getting a lot of advice from a lot of different people. A lot of times those things overlap, but a lot of times, you know, there's, there's maybe five directions that you can go, go to. And if I recall, there's, there were a lot of, you know, starting points for you. And obviously you've taken that, taken that and, and take the, took action on those higher priority items, but did you at all ever feel overwhelmed or confused from the advice? A, a little bit. <laughs> I mean, because you're a lot of the advice that that I was getting um, was was kind of making me uncomfortable. I think just because you, ha- I kind of have to get over myself a little bit. Like, um, you know, th- one of the ideas that you pointed out was that you know, as you grow a business, and, and your business is a good example, access to you has to start costing more. Mm-hmm. Um, and so products that you're building, they can't revolve around you. Otherwise you can't scale them and stuff like that. Um, and, and so, you know, again, I think like I ha- I have a, a mastermind group now actually, um, coincidentally came from that call. Someone heard me on the call and contacted me and now we have a mastermind group. Right. Um, this was on Jamie's podcast. This well. was on Jamie's yeah. podcast. Yeah. It got a great response, which is why I was like, I need it for my podcast too. Yeah. So, <laughs> so thanks for it's sharing. Been, yourself. It's been amazing. I've been contacted by some very cool entrepreneurs out there. It's, it was an amazing experience for me. Um, but, but I also, uh, you know, it, it made me realize that, um, you know, being uncomfortable is probably a very good thing <laughs> um, when you're an entrepreneur. Cause it means that, it means that you're doing something. It may not be the right thing, but at least it's moving in a direction and then you can adjust. So um, that's that's one of the biggest things I've worked on the last year is trying to get over that fear of of momentum. Yeah, I mean, that's that's common for all of us, I think. And for me now at this point in my, my stage in business, I see that sort of resistance, that uncomfortable feeling as sort of a sign that that's what I have to do. You know, it, it, only, it, would, it would only make me feel uncomfortable because it's that big of an idea. You know, if you just stay with what's comfortable, then you're probably not doing things that are going to be worth your time. Yeah. I mean, I wish that you were telling me that by the time you get to the point that you've gotten to, you don't feel that anymore. But (laughs) no, I still feel (laughs) it. I guess that's not the case. (laughs) (laughs) I still feel it. Uh, Okay. So final question here. What is next for School of Motion? Sure. So um, the website, uh, we just went through a giant redesign, relaunch. It looks fantastic. And uh, thank you very much. And um, we are running uh, this course. This course is called Animation Bootcamp, by the way. Um, running this course again, and we've been refining it as we go. The students have been amazing, providing you know new ideas that we've incorporated, all that kind of stuff. The next step uh, is going to be me trying to set up the class in a way where it can run literally without me, mm-hmm. which is then going to allow me to start moving on to the next step, um, which would be building other courses, some of which are not interactive like this one that can literally just, you know, be sold, someone downloads it, and and it truly is that passive income. Mm-hmm. 
um, but also other ones like this where there's webinars and there's a Facebook group and, and TAs and things like that. Well, so you're um, starting to build passive income streams without access to and you are continuing to do courses and webinars and things, things like that that are hopefully higher priced items, right? Because there's some more access to you still. Exactly. Yeah. These types of courses are, are more expensive. And then, you know, if, if it's a course that you just download and, and, and it's yours and good luck, um, then those are, are less expensive. And then, you know, and then there's everything else that you have to do marketing and <laughs> all that kind of stuff. There's a lot of content kind of in the pipe, but luckily now I have a small team helping me. So, um, it's getting a little bit easier to, to, you know, see some progress and feel like I'm, I might actually climb up this hill. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Any final tips for anybody out there who is in a mastermind group or thinking about getting into one just to uh, a tip to get in there so, to make the most of, this, of the, uh, the experience for them? Sure, sure. I mean, I think a lot of people might hear the call that I was on. And I mean, that's a that's a pretty special mastermind group. I, I would think that, um, you know, when you're starting out, um, you know, you're you're going to be lucky if you can have one person in your mastermind group who's, who's at the level of pretty much everyone in yours, Pat. So, um, but I think that the, the great thing about a mastermind group is that as long as someone wants you to succeed, they're going to see opportunities you don't. So, um, I, I almost, and, and I wouldn't be afraid to try out mastermind groups and then decide they don't work. So I would, I would just try it, just find someone, get on, you know, you can get on Reddit, um, on like the entrepreneur group and you can find, you know, just random people that are entrepreneurs that it doesn't matter if they're doing something totally different than you, they can help just by being a, a sounding board. Um, and sometimes, like I said, just hearing something obvious from someone else makes all the difference. Um, so yeah, that would be my advice. Just don't be afraid to like get into the wrong mastermind group on your way to getting into the right one. Perfect. Joey, thank you so much. Uh, everybody check out schoolofmotion.com and we can uh, keep up and uh, hold Joey accountable for all, everything he just mentioned. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, awesome. man. Well, thank you, Pat. I really appreciate it, man. We appreciate you. Thanks. Awesome. And there it is, an inside look or actually a listen of one of my weekly mastermind groups and breakthroughs like this happen every single week for every single person who gets in the hot seat. And check this out. I'm in three different groups. So you can just imagine how absolutely helpful and crucial this is to the success of my business. And you should absolutely have at least one mastermind group that you are in. There'll be some helpful links for getting set up with a mastermind group. I've talked about these on the blog before. I've had guest posts on the blog about setting up and finding people to mastermind with. So those will all be available at the show notes at smartpassiveincome.com slash session 155. And to finish off here, a couple of things. I do want to mention Napoleon Hill, who talked about mastermind groups or the mastermind alliance is what he called it in his book, Think and Grow Rich. I'm going to read a little passage there, you know, sort of similar to how I end an episode of Ask Pat with a quote. This is a little bit bigger than a quote, but here it is. He says, principle two, mastermind alliance. The mastermind principle consists of an alliance of two or more minds working in perfect harmony for the attainment of a common definite objective. No two minds ever come together without a third invisible force, which may be likened to a third mind. When a group of individual minds are coordinated and function in harmony, the increased energy created through that alliance becomes available to every individual in the group. No man can become a permanent success without taking others along with him. Boom. 
the boom's not in there. I just added that myself. But I mean, you could see how just powerful this is. And if you are not in an alliance of some kind, you are doing yourself, your business, those who could benefit from your business, a complete disservice. So again, check out the show notes for more information on all the links that were mentioned in this episode and as well as the helpful links for starting and creating and uh, the structure of a mastermind format, although you've obviously listened to that here in this episode. I also want to thank our sponsors today. This is really important, audiobooks.com. This is an amazing offer that they're giving you guys. So if you go to audiobooks.com slash SPI, if you get set up with a 30-day free trial, that'll get you your first book. Any any book, any bestseller books, anything that that you would feel will be useful, you can get it on them. No strings attached whatsoever. You also get access to an audio version of my book. It's the only public place where this audiobook of mine is available. Again, audiobooks.com slash SPI. You get that for free as well if you get your 30-day free trial. In addition to that, when you sign up, you're going to get entered into a weekly drawing here as Audiobooks has become a weekly sponsor for a little bit. You're going to get entered into a drawing to win three free months of subscriptions where you get a new book available to you every single month. Uh, so that's quite a deal. So please, if you haven't done so already, help yourself and get these books in your brain by going to audiobooks.com SPI. That's how I read mostly. I actually listen to books. So audiobooks.com slash SPI. Go there now. And I'd also like to thank harrys.com, H-A-R-R-Y-S.com. If you don't know what Harry's is, actually, I first heard of Harry's who sponsored another entrepreneurial podcast. And I was like, what? And then I got set up with their service and it's been a complete game changer for me. And this is going to sound completely random when you find out what it is, but they help by providing us super high quality razor blades and shaving equipment. Now, this might sound completely random here on SPI, but I picked up a batch of razors from this service when I heard this on another show. And wow, the just the quality is is incredible. These are German-made blades, but also they're really cheap. I mean, you know how you go to the store and they're like eight, you know, you get eight uh, razors for 32 bucks. It's just ridiculous. Like this is going to save a lot of people a lot of money and it's very convenient too. And if you're looking for gifts for somebody, this is just a great thing that you could offer somebody. And it's really cheap. You can get a starter pack, which gets you a razor, shave cream, and three razor blades for just $15. I mean, it's such a steal. And uh, I am subscribed myself. So if you want to check it out, you can use the promo code SPI during checkout, which will save you $5 off your first purchase. So again, harrys.com and use the coupon code SPI to save $5 off your first purchase start shaving better today. Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate you listening to the show. I appreciate all the reviews and ratings and kind words. The show is just, you know, still exploding. We're almost approaching a million downloads a month now, which is crazy. And I have you guys to thank for that. I, I just thank you. Thank you so much. And I look forward to serving you again next week in episode 156, where we have somebody on who inspired me who I first saw on a TEDx talk, a very famous one, actually. So we'll have him on the show. We got a lot of good stuff to talk about. We'll see you then. Thank you so much. Take care. Keep rocking it. Thanks for listening to the Smart Passive Income Podcast at www.smartpassiveincome.com.
So podcasting is obviously a big deal here at SPI. And today, I'm so excited to tell you about our newest podcast. Yes, a brand new podcast called Flops. Flops is all about exploring, celebrating, and normalizing failure in the entrepreneurial journey. Every entrepreneur experiences failure at some point. So I love that we're just facing it head on here. And the show is hosted by two members of the team, Karen and Ray. And in it, they talk to entrepreneurs who have had stumbles, setbacks, and flat-out failures. These guests are honest and generous with their stories, and I think they offer hope and encouragement for all other entrepreneurs out there because we all experience it, right? We all experience failure. For example, in the first episode, Ray talks to John, who got caught up in a Ponzi scheme. It's a story with twists and turns that will keep you hooked. It's a great story. I highly recommend you check it out. But one thing I love about Flops is that it doesn't dwell on the failure, and it always finds a bright side. I really love it, and I think you will too. So the first season of Flops has already started with new episodes dropping on Wednesdays. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also listen at smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. Again, that's smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. I hope you enjoy it.